and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Madhouse Podcast. As always, I am your host, Mad Max. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about episode one of um, of Secret Invasion. Um, this this uh, this movie, this show is basically a basically a spinoff of. Not necessarily a spinoff, but basically another chance for, um, another chance to give somebody else to kind of their own story, and I think the story here is, um, the story here follows Nick Fury following the events because, uh, because Nick Fury has not been seen on Earth, uh, since, probably since the events of, uh, Spider-Man, Spider-Man Far From Home, and that was after the events of of uh, Infinity War, so it's kind of hard to keep up where he's at now, but in the post credit scene of Spider-Man Far From Home, it it's revealed that Nick Fury has been on a scroll spaceship off-planet. They mention it in, um, they mention it in Spider-Man No Way Home when they say Nick Fury hasn't been on Earth has been off planet for X amount of years or something like that. And, um, uh, that kind of throws Peter Parker off. And this storyline, this secret invasion storyline is supposed to, is supposed to tell us everything that we need to know about, you know, where Nick Fury's been and why he's been kind of in exile and everything like that. And well, I shouldn't say in exile, but he's kind of been, He's kind of been doing this new program with uh, the government about the the scrolls technology and everything like that. However, since he's been on since he's been off planet, it's been kind of of a uh, little bit of a hassle because of the fact that the scrolls have been living on Earth since the events of Captain Marvel, and it's revealed that slowly but surely they're starting to not starting to take over, but some of them who feel as if Nick Fury has not delivered on his promise to find for him and Carol Danvers to find a new home for the scrolls at this time uh for the past thirty years is just you know not gonna cut it anymore they don't they're tired of waiting basically and they there's they believe that there's there's been plotting against um the United States government or basically the world government. Uh, by these renegade group of scrolls who, uh, who are secretly trying to take over the, uh, the the world via their ability to shapeshift and everything like that. So, it uh, it really, really, it really, really took a lot of people by surprise that a storyline like this is gonna. A storyline like this, in my opinion, shouldn't have been a spin-off series. Like, this this would make a great film. Like, I know they're doing Avengers Secret Wars in the near future. And then, of course, they're also doing uh, the, the, the Kang Dynasty and everything like that. But, but the Secret Invasion, the Secret Wars, the War with the Scrolls and everything like that, it's a unique storyline, and it could make for a good series. But that entire story... Uh, definitely deserves to be on the big screen in some way, shape, or form. The same way we got a little bit of Planet Hulk in Thor Ragnarok, this is probably not the best way to do it. However, this first episode really is is basically 
the first episode of this show really feels like one of those old, you know, those old 70s spy thrillers. You know what I mean? Like, it really kind of goes that route. Very similar to what Nick Fury and Captain America went through in The Winter Soldier. And, you know, a lot of this show is, I don't want to say groundbreaking, but a lot of this show is unique. It's interesting. It's uh, far better than than a lot of the shows that we've been seeing. Well, I mean, a lot of the spinoff shows haven't been all that great, in my opinion. Uh, the last good one in my was... I liked Moon Knight. I really did. Miss Marvel was okay, and Loki was amazing. Uh, not really sold on... I wasn't really sold on uh, uh, The Falcon and Winter Soldier. WandaVision was really good. Um, but, you know, like I said, the... The shows with Mar the Marvel spinoff shows they're 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 hit and miss man they're not they're not some of some are good some are great and some are just eh you know what if was okay like I didn't I wasn't really big on what if but uh this show looks to be promising because it features Nick Fury front and center and it's like Nick Fury is a major character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe well. In the Marvel comic universe, he's a main, he's a, a, a real, he's a real top-notch character. And the fact that, you know, he's been also relegated to the spinoff show series, just like they did with, uh, just like they did with a lot of Marvel characters and everything like that. You know, Hawkeye even got a, a spinoff show and they're doing another, they're doing a spinoff of a spinoff with uh, Echo and, you know, here we are with Secret Invasion, and this first episode wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It did set the standard for what a, what is about to come, and the idea that you know nobody is really safe, nobody is really there to be, nobody is really to be trusted. They bring in Martin Freeman's character from Black Panther, which I thought was cool. They bring in Colby Smolders as Maria Hill, which I you know I was not surprised that she's in this. Uh, she's in this show as well and everything like that. Um, but, you know, this show definitely kind of set the tone for what was about to come. And it looks as if it looks as if that, you know, these guys are just trying to relegate and create something vastly different. You know, something that we've seen before. Like I said, this movie, this show does kind of remind me of Captain America and the Winter Soldier. It's like they took the premise of Captain America and the, the Winter Soldier and took a little bit of the character arc that we saw in Iron Man 3. Because throughout this episode, there's moments of uncertainty from Nick Fury. Uh, the idea that a lot of people believe that his the, the, the effects of the blip have affected him in a way that, you know, not too many people are talking about. And I thought, man, that's cool. You know, so it, it was very similar to what Tony Stark had went through in Iron Man 3. The idea that he says he's suffering from post-traumatic stress and the idea that he says things happen that you can't explain and then you're just supposed to go back to normal like nothing happened. You know, and it's... Uh, Nick Fury went through something very similar to that. You know, and the effects of... You know, he died. You know, he was part of the blip. He was blipped, as they call it. I don't even like... To be honest, I really don't like calling it that. It just sounds kind of silly. But at the same time, uh, the fact that he... Everybody around him or everybody who didn't blip 
are starting to see that, you know, maybe there's something something wrong with him and the fact that he, you know, he uh he secluded himself to this space program with the scrolls. The idea that he's setting up something in outer space for the future and everything like that. And you know, it's there. It's there. It's like you can totally see that something is off, something is wrong with him. You know, they you know, you, you don't know if it's his old age. You don't know if it's, you know, something about his past. You really don't know anything. You don't know what is going to happen. Nobody knows what's going to happen. Nobody knows what's going through his mind. Nobody really knows anything. But all we know for, for a fact is that the events of Infinity War and Endgame have really affected Nick Fury in a way that we've never seen before. And even, like, the side characters kind of pick up on it, like... Nick, you got it. You know, it's like, it's like they know that he went to space to kind of get away from dealing with what's going on on Earth. And although that's okay, and although people deal with trauma in their own way, you know, it's got to it's got to account for something. You know, um, but they they there was a lot of stuff that they picked up on in this first episode, and you know, a lot of it really kind of stems from the fact that. Um, it it really does stem from the fact that you know, uh, Nick Fury has returned to Earth because they believe that an invasion is coming from the people who we've been trying to help for the past thirty years because of the fact that these people, um, because these people are getting impatient, they're starting to see that you know, hey, this this ain't working anymore. We're tired of being basically trapped on Earth with no end in sight and you know the scrolls feel that way i don't know if nick fury feels that way but talos the talos character has also returned from the movie captain marvel played by ben mickelson uh ben mendelson uh, see i'm getting confused i always get him confused with mad mickelson but ben mendelson returns from his character that he was in uh captain marvel as well as a new character uh, in the form of Amelia Clark, who plays, I believe he plays his daughter. And we saw a little bit of her in Captain Marvel, but she was a young, she was a child in that one. And, you know, this is, the events of Captain Marvel happened, you know, in the early 90s, and or early to mid-90s, and here we are, she's all grown up, and she's played by Amelia Clark and everything like that. So, And I was kind of curious who she was going to play when I saw that she was going to be in it. I was like, I wonder who she's going to be. You know, she's probably going to be like a high-ranking character or like a new villain or something like that. I was kind of hoping she'd be the villain, like the main villain of the story. But, you know, she's kind of playing the daughter who's kind of trapped. She play, Her daughter, his daughter's character, the daughter character is kind of stuck between wanting to be with her father and wanting to be by his side. But at the same time, also siding with these rebel scrolls who have had enough of living on Earth in in the shadow because they don't have a home yet. And everything like that. So you kind of see the torment in her just a little bit. But, um, it, you know, it, it, like I said, the first episode is always the make. Not I want to say make or break, but it's always the, the tester, the appetizer. You know, if if it's good or if it got your interest right then and there, then, you know, it's done its job and everything like that. But one of the things that kind of bummed me out was that I heard that Marvel was going to release like maybe three episodes of this show you know, when it came out, and then we released one, and I'm not sure when the next episode is going to drop, but 
so far what we got in this first episode was was okay. It was pretty good. It set it set the tone for where we we're about to go. That Nick Fury is back on Earth and he's there to uncover a mystery that is unfolding between you know right before his very eye, and um, so who knows where this show is going to go? But I mean, I've always enjoyed the Secret Invasion storyline with the scrolls, so I'm kind of interested to see where this goes, and maybe this is our this is our ticket in what we is is eventually is going to lead us into the Secret Wars uh, Avengers film that's supposed to come out like in another three years or something like that. But who knows? But um, I'm getting a lot of mixed reviews from this first episode of Secret Invasion, where a lot of people are not all that interested by it, and a lot of people are. Um, but we'll see. I'm I, my interest. My interest is not peaked, although I am intrigued by this first episode. Like I'm not fully invested yet, but I will get there when um, as we progress and everything like that. So who knows uh, what happens with the future of this series? I'm I'm. I'm excited, but I'm cautious about it because, like I said, Marvel's spinoff shows have been hit or miss in the future, so we'll see what happens. Uh, but anyways, guys, that's going to go ahead and do it for today's episode. If you like the episode, be sure to follow the podcast on all podcast outlets, um, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Google Play, Odyssey, Reddit, wherever you get your podcast from. Uh, be sure to follow the podcast on all social media outlets, Instagram and Twitter, the Madhouse 21 uh, let me know what you guys thought about uh, the Secret Invasion first episode. Uh, did you like it? What did you not like about it? Are you a fan of the series? Are you a fan of the... Uh, and when I say series, I mean the comic book series. Uh, but are you looking forward to this series? Whatever the case may be, uh, let me know. Instagram and Twitter, the Madhouse 21 uh, Be on the lookout for more episodes as they come out. Like I said, uh, yesterday's episode was uh, Extraction 2. I was going to do Extraction 1, but I had to rewatch it again. Uh, because I kind of wanted to get a feel for it, not after watching Extraction 2, but I kind of got sidetracked, so that'll probably either be later today or probably tomorrow's episode, we'll see what the deal is, um, but be on the lookout for that, be on the lookout for anything and everything that comes out of this podcast, um, like I said, there's a bunch of things that I've watched over the weekend and over the past, last week and things like that, that, you know, there's a lot of stuff, there's a, there's a huge break in my episode, usually I was, I was, doing it daily but you know i took some time to kind of watch everything that was coming out and everything like that so you know bear with me here so be on the lookout for anything and everything that comes out of this podcast but of course as always be sure to embrace your inner madness